Welcome, everyone. This is Burgess Power Hour, and tonight, today, we have people from all around the world listening and creating what they want in their life, and our Power Hour today is all about how to be calm in the chaos, the eye of the hurricane, and how to be the eye of the hurricane in all the chaos and how to keep calm in all of the stuff that goes on in our life. So I want to keep the lines open, but if uh, I hear a lot of background noise, I'll go ahead and mute everybody. But if you have background noise, you can go ahead and mute yourself and hit star six or just hit mute if you're on a cell, and that way your background uh, won't be picked up. Uh, because later on, I'm going to be doing a meditation. So a lot of times during these power hours, uh, we do a lot of experiential stuff. You get to go in and look at all kinds of things about yourself and what's working and what's not working. Tonight, it's going to be a little different in that I'm going to try to be inspirational, y'all. So, Yay. <laughs> so <laughs> because there's a lot of stuff going on in the world right now, and I just wanted to... I've talked on this subject before the last couple of years, but I just wanted to touch in on some of the traumas and things that are going on with you, perhaps, and also with the world in general, um, and any kind of chaos, and how can we stay in our center. So I'm going to give us a, a meditation a little bit later, and I'll probably go ahead and mute everybody at that point, just because we'll be in a meditation. This will this is being recorded, so you can go back and listen to it. Uh, and also I'm going to give us a, uh, a couple of tools we can use, perhaps, to, to help us stay calm, because I don't know about you, but it's... It seems to me that there's so much going on, not just with the weather or just not with Mother Earth doing all these crazy, you know, there's a lot of things going on, a lot of upheaval, I guess, if you will, and certainly a lot of humans attacking humans and things getting destroyed and killed, and it's just craziness sometimes, and so... It's a macrocosm and a microcosm all at once. All the things that are happening to you that that you have in your life, sometimes we get into, we get caught up, right, in the chaos. We get caught up in all of the trauma and the drama. And then even bigger than that, it just it seems to accelerate at times, doesn't it? It just yeah. seems to accelerate into the world that it's like, what is going on with the planet right now? What is happening to us as a species even? So I want to speak from all of those points. I want to just kind of share some of the things that have worked for me and to give you perhaps a little perspective on what we can do about it and how we can change it and when we feel like we can't when we're helpless what do we do so without further ado i'm just going to jump right in and at the very end of the call of course um, i'm going to have some reminders of what's happening and hopefully all of you are going on facebook live on tuesdays and fridays i'm doing bubble talk with burge uh so you get to I, I pull a card from my Essence of Being deck, and we talk We talk about bubble talk, which is that subconscious thought that keeps you from getting what you want in your life. It's that little bubble above your head that seems to be running you. It's subconscious. But what we do every Tuesday and Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, if, if I'm not teaching, um, and I was teaching yesterday, so we didn't have one yesterday. I apologize. But uh, on Tuesdays and Fridays at 4 p.m., I do these Facebook Lives, Bubble Talk with Burge. And they're just little 15-minute little things uh, that we do together that you can share and like and be on with me. And we pull a card every Tuesday and Friday to talk about what that means, what your message is, okay? So, <sighs> <laughs> That's the first step. <laughs> Staying calm. Take big breaths. So that's my very first very first thing to say. Let's all just take a big breath. <sighs> the breath is so powerful. And taking that breath slows down all of our senses and our processes that are going 100 miles an hour sometimes. And one of the other tools I always ask people to do, especially when you're finding yourself getting caught up in a lot of drama and chaos or 
getting caught up in uh, the news, is just to stop for a minute and take ten deep breaths. Because what that does is it dissipates. It dissipates a lot of the anxiousness and the angst and the energy that we build up throughout the day and the evening through our whole body. So taking 10 deep breaths is a really great body meditation just to allow yourself just to relax for a minute and stop. And this meditation I'm going to do with us um, is a really great one to do to keep grounded Keep in your body and allow yourself to just dump out all the stuff that's not working and that you're concerned about. And also how to bring in love and white light and all of that beautiful energy to fill yourself up so that you feel more at peace and calm. So that's what the meditation is going to be about. But let's talk for a minute about the hurricane and the eye of the hurricane and how that works. So a lot of times when we go into trauma, we have fear that comes up. So if you've taken any of my Essence of Being classes or any of my Essence series of workshops, you know what fear stands for. It's false evidence appearing real. Or as I like to say, forgetting everything is all right. Hmm. So when Hmm. we go into fear, uh, a lot of things can happen in our body and in our minds and in our heart. And a lot of times when we're confused or we have angst or trauma, something happens to us or we're just in a bunch of drama and chaos, uh, that fear comes up. So what do we do with that fear? And what I mean by false evidence appearing real, a lot of times what we have done all of our life, if we, we find the evidence that all of this fear that we're having is real, We like to search out evidence to say that we are right. We have to prove ourselves right. And so it's it's just like, like I say in my workshops, it's like, you know, when you're a little kid, you you yell out, Mommy, Mommy, there's a monster under my bed. There's a monster under my bed. Well, is there really a monster under the bed? To that little kid, it's very real. And what does Mommy or Daddy do? They come in. And they show the kid, they look, no, look, honey, look under the bed. It's not real. There's no monster there. And so the kid gets new evidence that it's not real. But it sure feels real, sure smells real. So just like that little kid, we have all these fears that come up, and we do, we find evidence that it's real until we see and seek out new evidence. So... My suggestion is that we constantly seek new evidence. If things are not working for us and we're in the middle of chaos, then seek out new evidence that it's not real. So that fear will be uh, released. And so go ahead, if you have background noise, to hit star six. Or if if I keep hearing a lot of background, I'm going to go ahead and and mute everybody. If I mute everybody, by the way, uh, you can unmute yourself and still speak by hitting star six as well. Okay? So we'll do that. Uh, So hit star six. I'm going to go ahead and mute everybody just for the heck of it for a minute. So you can unmute yourself if you want to say something, because this is very experiential as as normal. I want to hear from you about what your chaos is and what your drama is and how we can shift that into being calm with it. Um, And certainly with the meditation, just to give me some feedback on how it was for you. So you just, all you have to do is hit star six and that will unmute you. Okay, because everybody's muted now. So what happens when we get into this drama and trauma and chaos? Um, It's, I, I want to kind of touch into the brain theory a little bit about the polyvagal theory of what happens in our brain. You may have heard this before where you have fight, flight, or freeze. These are the different responses that we have to trauma or chaos. We fight, we flight, or we freeze. So our reptilian brain, that's the part of our brain that's the autonomic nervous system. That controls all those you know, things that are just automatic, okay? So what happens when something really triggers us, 
the we go to our extreme our extremities really the blood flow goes to our extremities so we can actually do something about it that's the fight flight or freeze trigger it's sort of like when we you know it back in the uh caveman days you know we had to do that in order for to run if there was a saber-toothed tiger running after us right so we there it, it it really does help us to run to keep ourselves safe and sometimes we freeze and we don't run and that freezing part is what can happen with our trauma we get stuck in our past and we've been told just sit there when we're kids right or it's sort of this whole process that we turn into that frozen deer in the headlights. So we just feel stuck. We don't know what to do. We shut down. So there's no discharge of our fears, okay? There's nothing that's creating any kind of shift. We just feel stuck and we're frozen. So if you notice in nature what happens when there's trauma, like when a bird hits a window... Yeah. You ever seen a bird hit a window? It's kind of cool. Not cool, but, you know. When a bird hits a window, that what they do is they, they fall, but then they start to dissipate and discharge that energy. They start flapping their wings. And what that does is it brings them back to take action so that they're not frozen with fear or frozen with the trauma. And so what happens a lot of times is our mammalian brain, that's the part that feels emotions. That's that's where our triggers go a lot of times, and that's where we come from is our emotions from all of that. So our prefrontal cortex, just I'm giving you some science here tonight. <laughs> so that prefrontal cortex, that's our thinking brain. That brain goes offline. You, there's no way you can think through it when you're in trauma or perceived trauma. So we go to that middle brain where the emotions are or our reptilian brain. And all this cortisol shoots through us, and we either want to attack something to to prepare uh, to remain safe about something, or we just attack ourselves. So the piece that's really powerful here is that when we have these this chaos in our life or trauma or something that happens to us, we have this learned helplessness where we freeze. It feels like we just are helpless. We learn how to be helpless. So to get out of being helpless or freezing and that freeze response is the best thing that I suggest to do is you release or you discharge just like the bird hitting the window by flailing about, by using your voice, you know, by allowing your body to actually discharge the trauma and discharge the chaos and just say no more, using your voice, using your body to flail about. Okay, so it really does put us back into a place of controlling our emotions. But remember, we can't use our thinking brain to do this. So if you've ever had PTSD or if you know people that have that kind of a thing, one of the best things you can do is have some kind of discharge of the energy and have some kind of social engagement with another human being. So it really does affect us in a way physiologically, but and that's the part of the brain that I'm trying to kind of break down for you a little bit, is that if you feel your emotions and you do that in a very healthy, safe way, that's the best way to discharge all of that anxiety and anxiousness. But many of us don't. We numb ourselves out. Or, you know, we, we drink or take drugs or we uh, go shopping or we uh, go to sleep or we get depressed and we just, it just stays there. It stays in our body and it stays in our awareness. So that's why in a lot of the play shops and experiences that we offer is we do a lot of releasing of that stuff because it stays there until it's released. And it just feeds on each other. It just keeps getting more and more and more and more. And we keep stuffing it down, stuff it down, stuff it down, stuff it down. And until we have no choice but to explode. So you either explode or you implode. 
Okay. So I'm giving you an opportunity just to understand it from a, an intellectual brain theory. Okay. But let me read um, something that I wrote about staying calm in the chaos and being in the eye of the hurricane when these tragic events happen in our lives. So whether they're man-made or whether it's nature, sometimes it gives us pause, right, to ask, why is this happening? What can I do about it? So life can sometimes feel like a hurricane. Everything can change in an instant. You get a diagnosis or a life is just cut too short or your job ends or a relationship ends or you have an accident. These kind of outside experiences have the potential to plummet our thoughts into chaos where we're unable to make decisions and take action when it is needed the most. So just like the hurricane, in the center of the hurricane is the eye, the calm place, the stillness. So it's kind of cool if you think about it. You can, you are the eye of the hurricane. We can observe the storm swirling around us and not allow it to knock us off our center. Our knowing that we are whole and we have the ability to flow, only love, through our consciousness will ease the pain. You know, and it's hard sometimes to maintain this perspective when we turn on the news in the face of a lot of faceless tragedies. We really do have the ability to recognize our our oneness. So it's in times like these that we must pause and catch our breath and try to wrap our heads around any kind of senseless acts that are happening in the world. And our knee-jerk reaction can be anger and disbelief and sadness and compassion and helplessness. Uh, Sometimes we may want to get revenge and justice for the innocent. So all of these emotions are valid, and it's what makes us human. So I urge us all to focus on how events for instance, like the school shootings that just happened, can be seen with the filter of love as the best in humanity comes out to help. And what the kids are doing now about it. Everyone can put aside any kind of petty differences and judgments and come to the aid of those lost and their loved ones. See, human beings have the capacity to destroy and to create. So my suggestion is that we focus on the creation of a better way to live together with no fear and only acceptance and love. And it just takes a moment for us just to pause and be still, be in the center. And I encourage all of us to believe that we are safe and that we are loved and we are wanted for who we are, even though the overwhelming evidence could be contrary in the world. So when I say take a breath, I mean it. Breathe in the light and the love that's always here for us, especially when we're hurting. The depths of our sorrow can be a direct catalyst for the heights of our joy. So... I have a lot of friends in South Florida um, and, and know people that, um, that was devastated, of course, by all not just the shootings there, but there's so many of those happening all around the world, and not just that. There's chaos, like I said, it's a macrocosm and a microcosm going on. And so a lot of times we try to put some kind of context around it, right? We try to put it, put it into context to make some sense out of what the hell. What seems at first senseless, the image that keeps coming up to my mind, what happens in those types of experiences, whether it's man-made or not, is that our collective heart chakra, okay? The heart chakra, if you don't know what a chakra is, it's CHA. KRA, their energy wheels within the body system. Uh, it's an Eastern um, 
philosophy or, or medicine about the chakras in our bodies and outside of our bodies. But guess what? The planet Earth has a chakra. So the chakra of the planet has been blasted open. That's what I think is happening right now. And it is now more vulnerable and receptive. So this seems incongruous, incongruous, incongruent in light of the violent acts that's happened, that's precipitated the opening of all of this. But it seems completely consistent with how we humans tend to grow and change. Just think about it. It's often devastating action that catapults us into some kind of a reconciliation or a healing. You know, it's death that reminds us of how precious life is. And it's grave illness that makes us value our health. It's hatred that reminds us to love. And guilt that signals us to be patient and have compassion with ourselves. So this duality is often difficult to reconcile. And we, as light workers, tend to always want to go with the good choice of peace and harmony, peace and harmony. But the dark sides, they come out. They exist for a reason. They are there to reflect back for us those things which we need to see in order to continue evolving. There are beacons that are being tuned in and turned on right now. And many are answering the call despite the feeling of chaos and confusion and tragedy and uncertainty. So there's so much value in trusting in the knowing that we feel in the midst of this apparent chaos. And many are tapping into the passion of wanting to help and wanting to expand in a way that doesn't fuel that violent energy, whether it's man-made or not. But in order to do that, we cannot judge or condemn the catalyst. It's the storms on this planet that refresh and awaken in a way that the status quo cannot activate. I'm not saying that I condone any of the behavior or anything that's happening, but as we may personally prefer a different course of action, okay, but we do try to put this behavior into perspective to better understand it. So let me give you an example. It's sort of like Dorothy and the Wizard of Oz. I love this um, analogy. And... I just think about Dorothy and what she went through with the storm, right? So here she was in this black and white world where things just were not working, and she was just always wanting something over the rainbow. And, you know, think about your own Dorothy within you. You know, what are you looking for outside of yourself, looking over the rainbow for something? And here you are existing in this black and white world duality, you know, right and wrong, chaos and calm, And then what happens? A storm comes. And the storm, this hurricane or tornado, takes her up. And it took her and carried her to a whole nother world, a whole nother perspective. All of a sudden, she saw things from a color, from color, a color world instead of black and white. So without that storm, without that hurricane, without that tornado, she would still be in that black and white place. So sometimes these storms that come up around us, and we get to look at them and observe them, and if we're observing them from being in our center, in the eye of the hurricane, being the eye of the hurricane, standing tall and connecting and just observing, oh, this is interesting, look at all the crap around me swirling about. And not getting caught up in it, not dipping down into it, leaning over and getting hit by all the debris. So, because we think that maybe that's what we have to do is get get involved and get hit with all the debris. When all we have to really do is stand up, stay in our center, in our calm and our stillness and observe what's going and see where it takes us. So she she got to this other world, right? Dorothy did, and she followed the yellow brick road. So our, the yellow brick road, to me, is that inner guidance. It's that inner guidance and in our intuition. Follow the yellow brick road. So we follow our little inner guidance and our intuition as to where it's going to lead us. See, she thought she was looking for the wizard, 
right? She was looking for the wizard to tell her what to do, to fix the chaos, get me back home. So oftentimes we do that. We look for wizards. We look for something outside of ourselves to fix it, to return us to our stability. And Oz can really be, if you think of the Emerald City, that's the heart chakra. So she wanted to get back to her heart, to the heart chakra. So she said, okay, wizard, tell me what to do, where to go. But along the way, what did she find? She found brains, right? She found the scarecrow. So the scarecrow, to me, represents our, our own power of thought, owning our power, owning our own connection to our own thoughts, to allowing things to work the way we want them to work, to thought is creative. So that brain power, okay, if you will, or there are thoughts, just being very aware of who we are and owning our power. So she she got to feel that through the scarecrow. And then she met the Tin Man, right? Which is, of course, finding our heart, finding love, allowing the love to flow through us. So the power of intention or a power of knowing, our power of thought with love, finding our love and our connection of who we are and why we're here, which is, again, finding that stillness within, is power. And it took her to the lion, which stood for courage. So courage is a French word, lacour. It comes from a French word called uh, from lacour, which is the heart. So facing fear, okay, facing the witch in the Doroth, in the Wizard of Oz, the witch is fear. Facing the fear, moving through fear can be courage. Moving forward, continuing on in the face of all the tragedy and all the things that are going on in our lives. And so courage as I teach in the workshops, is it's commitment plus doubt plus action. So if you are committed to doing something in your life, and remember commitment, if you've heard me before, commitment is a desire so intense, you're willing to do anything for the outcome as long as it doesn't hurt you or anybody else. So commitment is a desire so intense, you're willing to do anything for the outcome as long as it doesn't hurt you or anyone else. That's commitment. So commitment of wanting to do something and be somebody in this world, even though you have doubt. So commitment plus doubt, okay? You may have doubts about it. You may have fear about it. But you take action anyway. So commitment plus doubt plus action is courage. And that courage to some, sometimes we just have to stand up and say no. Sometimes we have to just stand up and be still. Sometimes we just have to observe all the tragedy and chaos around us and not get sucked into it and feel, feel like that's our only choice. <coughs> so... Think about Dorothy when she when she faced her fear with the witch. It's interesting, isn't it? She really became very, very um, courageous. She protected people. She became the most fearless when she was protecting Toto or protecting the Scarecrow or having compassion for the Tin Man or protecting the Lion. So she became very fearless at that point. So when you face the fear, when you face adversity, you know, how do you respond to that? And she realized that there is no place like home. There was no wizard. There is no place like home. The home is is in me. She found the calm within the storm. But see, sometimes it takes a storm to find it, doesn't it? She had all the answers within, and so do we. However, it was the journey of that discovery, not Oz, not the wizard. It was the journey of that discovery where she got to create that and to understand that and to accept that. So ask yourself, how do I respond to adversity? 
How do I respond? So based on how you respond, that is going to tell you how you can really build on your inner peace. So if you think of your journey as, okay, my journey is I'm creating inner peace, and sometimes I'm going to, I'm going to encounter the witch. Sometimes I'm going to encounter this journey that I wasn't prepared to encounter. But how am I going to respond? Am I going to react? Am I going to freeze? Am I going to run? Am I going to fight? Or am I going to trust and allow? And one of my favorite sayings I say in the workshops is trust and allow and don't ask how. Sometimes the allowing and the knowing that we can be still and we can have that connection no matter what, that's such a powerful, powerful position to be in. Nothing can knock you off your center. So on a personal level, uh, all of these events that happen in the world, whether it's weather or gun violence or tragedy or just losing a job or whatever it is, any of these events, it makes me more committed to to really creating more of this work play, I call it, it's really play, that we're doing in all of these series of events that I do with Essence of Being and all these series of programs. It's how we teach people how to live from a more feeling place and one of abundance rather than lack of love and trust. So if we can come from a stance of love and responsibility, meaning our ability to respond instead of react and respect ourselves and feel our feelings and respect others and have empathy for all beings who share this planet, we really can begin to find a new common ground to settle our differences. So sometimes we have to go through breakdown in order to break through. And sometimes when we go through breakthrough, We really are on our way to break free. So that's how I have. That's how I choose, anyway, to look at adversity and look at chaos and being calm and being in the center of the of the hurricane. So I'm going to give us a meditation, and then I'm going to give us a tool and maybe a little bit of a home play for you if you choose to do so for the rest of this month. Okay. So if you are driving, do not close your eyes, please. But if you can, go ahead and just get in a still place if you can. And if you can't, there you can listen to the recording. If you registered for this, you'll be able, you'll get the recording. So just take a deep breath and close your eyes and put your feet on the floor and your relax your body. Take a deep breath. Let's practice. Let's practice being calm, shall we? So just relax your neck and your head and roll your shoulders, roll your arms around, and just relax your fingers and your hands and let them just fall by your side or place them on your legs. And if you're sitting, just relax your back, Just lean back. Take another deep breath. And just relax into your chair or wherever you are. Let your bottom just sink into the chair. Let your tummy just hang out. And just relax your legs and your knees and your feet and your toes. And then imagine at the base of your spine a grounding cord. And this grounding cord can look like a tree trunk. It can look like a steel tube. It can look like a rope. Or it can look like a tail. And just attach it to the base of your spine and let it plummet down into Mother Earth. Let it go in 
all the way into Mother Earth, all the way into the center of the Earth. Just feel it tugging at you, pulling you in. And that grounding cord is attached to the center of the Earth. And then take another breath. And then go ahead and just dump out all the stuff. Make it a big crapper, like you're just dumping out through your grounding cord all your anxiety and your fears and unknowns, not not knowing what to do. Just dump out anything that feels heavy. Let it just go down your grounding cord and into Mother Earth. Just let it flow all the way into Mother Earth. Mother Earth can take it. She's the great recycler. She can dissipate all of this energy and all of these feelings. Just let it dump. Just dump it all out. Anything dark. Anything you just don't know what to do about. So as you feel it or see it or know it, as you're dumping it all out, feeling kind of empty inside, once you've completed that, go ahead and focus your attention to the bottom of your feet. So feel from the bottom of your feet... Mother Earth's cool energy. Feel the coolness, the grounding energy. Feel it coming up, up up through your feet, up through your ankles, up through your shins, up through your knees. Feel it coming up, that grounding cool energy coming up into your legs and right back out your grounding cord. Dump it out. And then feel it again. Pull that that really dense, cool Mother Earth's energy. Let it come up through your feet, grounding you into your body, coming up to your knees, up through your legs, up to your hips, and right back out your grounding cord. Now keep that flow going so it's on automatic. So it's continuing that flow, coming up and back down, coming up and back in, coming up and back in, down to Mother Earth, down the grounding cord. So it's continuing that on an automatic basis. Well, now you focus your attention to the top of your head. And above your head reach up and you feel this golden faucet, this golden spigot, and you turn it on. And out of this golden spigot comes beautiful white light. And you turn it so that the flow gets heavier and heavier or more and more flowing from the top of your head, feel it oozing down the back of your neck, filling you up, filling up all those dark spaces going down your spine, filling up this white light, this love, this peace, filling up all the way down your spine and coming back up through your tummy, coming up through your chest, coming up through your neck, coming up through your face, and right back out the top of your head. This white light connecting very peaceful, loving energy. Let it fill you up. Keep it flowing, going down your neck, down your spine, coming back up through your tummy, back up through your chest, 
back up through your neck and your face and right back out your head. And it fills you up. And keep it flowing till you feel all those dark spaces full of light, full of love, full of peace. Very connected. And when you feel full, go ahead and turn the faucet so it turns off and it floats away. And here you are feeling totally connected and full of light, calm, love, peace. And then focus your attention one last time to the bottom of your feet. And let that Mother Earth's grounding energy come up one last time. Up through your legs up to your hips and right back out your grounding cord for the last time. And then once you've completed all of that, go ahead and cut off your grounding cord and let it float and dissipate all the way into Mother Earth, all the way to the center as it dissipates. And so now, you're grounded, feeling physically in your body, while at the same time feeling full of love and light. Knowing that all is well. And go ahead and rub your feet on the floor and rub your hands on your knees and take a deep breath (sighs) and open your eyes. And welcome back. Now you can do this anytime, anywhere. And just to remind you, you start out with a grounding cord. You dump out everything. Then you feel grounding, cool energy coming up through your feet and back out your grounding cord. And then you see the faucet above your head. You turn the faucet on and you fill yourself up with white light, filling up all the dark spaces coming down the back of your spine and going back up through your tummy back up through your face and out of your head. And then when you feel full, you turn off the spigot. And then you have the grounding energy come up one last time. And coming back out your grounding cord one last time. And then you cut off your grounding cord and you let it dissipate into the earth. So does anybody want to share how that was for them? If you hit star six, you can be unmuted. Hey, George. Hey. Long time no no talk. <laughs> Hi, Jean-Marc. <laughs> well, I can say that that was awesome and very timely. Yes. Yes. Very timely. So you're in the middle of some chaos up there with the snow, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you left right on time. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I, I, well, I had that intention. And thank, thank you for reminding me that all is well. My pleasure. You're welcome. My pleasure, too. So thank you. Yeah, it's a really cool meditation. It's called Running Your Energy. So basically... You can do that anytime, anywhere, just to get still for a minute and dump out all of the stuff. Just dump it out. 
and then fill yourself back up with white light. A lot of times, in order for you to feel better and feel at peace and stillness, you have to dump out your full, right? Sometimes we're just full of all the angst and the anxiety and the stuff and the trauma and the drama and the chaos and the unknowns. Sometimes we get really full, so we just have to dump that out. Oops. Excuse me, Merge. Such as that. <laughs> I, I have a question. Do you um, do you have somewhere where we can listen to the meditation on a different time? Because I just kind of got into the call and I, I missed it completely, so I was wondering if... Yes, you get definitely um there is um there's a couple ways. One is if you've registered for the power hour, you're going to get the recording anyway. So you'll get the recording of this. Uh so you'll have it as a recording that you can download. Um mm-hmm. and it's on it'll be also on my essenceofbeing.com um podcasts. So you can download it from there. Um Oh, perfect. So it's on our Essence of Being podcast. You can go to essenceofbeing.com and just download the podcasts from there or go to iTunes and download it. Okay, I'm going to do that right now. Thank you so much. Well, it won't be up there until tomorrow probably, this one tonight. Okay, it takes Okay, so tomorrow I'll check. Thank you. You're welcome. And I also have a bunch of other meditations. Um, Once you become a member of our uh, Healing Forest if you go to essenceofbeing.com, you can join our healing force, and there's a lot of meditations on there. And I'll probably put this one up there as well because uh, it's a good one, especially for this mm-hmm. time of day. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I've got them everywhere, so that's one place you can look. So here's the thing about it. If you are, you can use that meditation anytime, but if you want another tool on how to be still, and how to allow yourself to feel connected in the midst of all of the chaos and how to get out of that freeze, that flight, fight, or freeze place. One of my favorite tools of all time, and it sounds really simple, and it is, um, is the universe to-do list. So the first thing I want you to do, though, I want to give you some home play. I just want you to write down, just take a minute, you can do it now or later, But just write down all the places in your life where you seem to dip into that chaos. If you can imagine yourself the eye of the hurricane, and let's say you're standing in the eye, and you sort of just kind of lean over, and then you get hit with all the debris, right? You get caught up in all the whirlwind. So think about all the places in your life that you do that frequently, where you just allow yourself to dip into that chaos, where uh, maybe it's family, or work-related, or maybe it's just your home life. Maybe it's your significant other, or you get caught up in the news or TV, or maybe it's your kids, or your health, where you just kind of dip down into all the fear. Or maybe it's about money, you know, just money in general, or your business. Any of those places. Just kind of jot down all the places that I tend to just dip into that chaos and get caught up in it. And what I want you to do with that is to turn it over to the universe to-do list. Now, I use universe. You can say God. You can say energy. You can say great spirit. You can say higher self, whatever you want to use. But I just say universe to-do list. So for those of you who do not know how to use this list, okay, on one side of the paper, you write down all the things that you can do today, just what you're willing to do today to alleviate any of this chaos. Make a phone call, type up an email, something like that. On the other side of the piece of paper, you write universe to do. And that is where you go ahead and you write down all the things that you really don't know how it's going to work. You turn it over. You say, handle it. You give the universe orders. You say, handle it. Handle my family situation. Take care of the money issues. Um, Show me the way to be compassionate about people who hurt people. Um, 
create a path for me to know that uh, I'm doing the right thing. Give me signs that all is well. Bridge, Handle, I have a take question. Take care of my business. You know, something like that. You want to turn it over to the universe. Yes, a question. So do you, when now when we're writing down um, the things that we want the universe to take care of, should we say, should I say it as a statement as, please um, assist me with this current situation and at work, or please yeah. help me? Yeah. So that's that's how I should write it down. Yep. You just you can say you can be really nice and say please help me, <laughs> or you can just say <laughs> take care of it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Handle it. I don't know how. So, you know. Yeah. So I have a because I'm kind of going through a situation right now presently at, at at work, and then so this is definitely an exercise I should do tonight because I know that I'm it's gonna most likely have to be talked about tomorrow. Now I know I'm not saying it's it's gonna take care of it automatically, but in the long run, I know that it will take an effect. Okay, perfect. So definitely, this re- now this is so it's really cool, and I really who who is this on the phone? This is this is Melissa from Miami. Hi, Melissa from Miami. So this is a cool thing to do. Um, watch what happens because this really does work. If you put everything over there and just say, you know what, I am going to trust and allow and don't ask how. I am so going to let the universe handle this because I really don't know how it's going to turn out or how it's going to look or what to do about it. So you give the universe because here's the thing. You give the universe the orders because – the universe knows it has a lot of resources that maybe you don't have access or are aware of how to access right now, okay? Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of things. The universe conspires in our favor, but you have to give it direction sometimes just to make sure you can turn it over and you don't have to worry about it. So you turn all that worry over because what happens when you do that is it just you let go of any of the angst of it and you say, you handle it. And you've got to trust and allow and don't ask how. You handle it. And I'm going to focus on just what I know to do. I'm going to focus on just what I can do today. And that's all I'm going to do. And I know that you're going to handle it. It may not look the way you think it's going to look. You may not have any clue. But here's the caveat. You can't keep, for instance, if you say, um, show me the way to get a red Mercedes. I want to get a red Mercedes. You know, give um, give me... Um, you know, handle 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 that. I want it. <laughs> okay, you take right. care of all the insurance and the money and everything. You can't go to your garage every day and look in the in your garage and say, "Well, it's not here yet." Mm-hmm. So you don't want to go back track and look and say it's not here yet because it all happens in divine time, or you can say it all happens in perfect time. So, universe, take care of the situation at work in perfect time. I'm going to write that down. Okay. Just handle it. And the the thing that you do is you trust and allow. That's your part of that, is just trusting and allowing. Okay. So this universe to-do list is really powerful if you really turn it over and just say, I'm not going to deal with it. I, you know, And that's what I had to do this morning or yesterday. I had to turn it over. And Jean-Marc had to remind me to do that. So I had to turn it over and say, you know, what am I, I – I really didn't know what to do. It's like, how am I going to get out of New York if it's going to have mm-hmm. this terrible storm? And I had a different flight, and I was in the middle of teaching two workshops yesterday, so I really didn't have time to mess with it. So I just let it go, and I gave it to the universe in the form of Julie, my assistant. I said, you handle it. <laughs> But I wasn't sure what she was going to do, and so there was a lot of variations on the theme, but but the bottom line was I just had to let go and just say, okay, the best intentions, this or something better, this is what I want, this or something better, you handle it, universe, I don't know. If I'm supposed to be on it, I will. If I'm supposed to make it, I will. Right. Beautiful. Thank you so Mm -hmm. much, Bird. You're welcome. Hi, Birch. Hi. Uh, this is hi. This is Diana from Coral Springs. Hi, Diana. Or Parkland. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much. This was so perfect tonight. You have no idea the dipping into the chaos or trying to uh, alleviate the chaos or just don't ask how. <laughs> oh my God. Um, as you can only imagine, the last six weeks or so have been. Yeah 
completely chaotic down here. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah. But your call was so perfect. I just wanted to let you know that I, I came on late, and your first words that I heard were, pause and catch a breath. <laughs> like, thank you, Birch. I'm so glad I'm on the call tonight. And thank yeah. you for your meditation. It is something that I, you know, that I needed tonight, but also I, I try honestly to do on a daily basis because of the chaos that is in our lives down here. Right. Um, right. And it was wonderful. So I just want to say thank you. I'm so glad to be on the call. And I look forward mm-hmm. to seeing you in April. Oh, awesome. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Thank you. And speaking of... Uh, you you can experience this live and with your just I mean I cannot tell you I mean these power hours are awesome and I love them but just think about spending a day or three days with us together and really just and self awareness and coming into that subconscious beliefs and letting go of all the crap that holds us back right so just to give you an update um, I am doing a a one day in New York. Uh, the Essence of Abundance, April 21st, and it's just a one day, it's a Saturday, and it's yeah. all about abundance, and that's yeah. April 21st, and all of this is online, essenceofbeing.com, and go to the schedule of events or calendar of events, and you can see all of them up there, um, but that one is coming up, and then, of course, our flagship workshop, Essence of Being, um, is coming in Fort Lauderdale, April 27th through the 29th, and that's mm. the next one coming up. And just to announce, May is my Higher Vibes Month. So what that means is um, May 4th through the 6th is Higher Vibes in Fort Lauderdale, which is, I don't do that class very often, but I am doing, it's my energy class, and some people call it my woo-woo class. But it's uh, it's a pretty awesome. You'll just look on the, look on the online and you can see that. And also, I'm doing it again May 18th through the 20th in Atlanta. So those are the upcoming April and May events that I'm doing, and I'll be speaking in DC in April. But uh, as far as the actual experiences and play shops, please join us and just allow give yourself that gift of really owning your power, like Dorothy really owning your love and allowing love to flow through you and having the courage to experience something about yourself that can really catapult you into a whole other way of being. Thus, the name Essence of Being, right? So, yeah, and then watch me on Facebook. You guys can not just watch, but play with me on Facebook on Tuesdays and Fridays at 4 o'clock. I do Bubble Talk with Burge, and I'll be pulling uh, different um, messages for us each time at 4 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And again, uh, those are all on YouTube. They'll be on YouTube as well. Or we're, it, Just look at essenceofbeing.com, check us out, and you'll see all the cool stuff that we have in our membership site and all that stuff. So I'm going to go ahead and unmute everybody. And so guess what, everybody? We're unmuted, and we're going to say good night. Yes, I have one question, but hold on. Let me just say the next one that we're doing, everybody, April is April 18th. I do these power hours the third Wednesday of every month, and the April 18th one is going to be on sex and essence of intimacy. Sex and mm-hmm. the essence of intimacy, okay? That's what April's yeah. all about. So someone had a question <laughs> before we go? <laughs> thank you. Does someone Bird, have a thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. So Bye. Good night. Bird. Thank you. Hello. 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 Let's say bye. 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 So long. (laughs) The innocence of love. There you there it is right there. Does someone have a question before we go? Yeah. This is Mindy from the Nassau chapter. Hi there. New York. Hi. And um I I heard what you said about writing the things down. But I didn't quite get what I was supposed to put on the first left side. I did write something briefly on the right right side, but I'm not sure. I know in the the class on the 21st I'll get it, but 
Yeah, the left side, what you do is you just put down um, the things that you can do today, that you are willing to do today. Just your like actions. Like what? Like material things like, like get my paperwork it. done? Yeah, get or, my paperwork done, oh. um, make a phone call, you know, answer my email, um, look up, you know, depending on what's, what you have going on. It's just you do what you can do today and whatever you're willing to do today. And on the other side is everything else. So the whole idea of that is if you make lists, you know, don't put it all on your shoulders. You go ahead and just do what you're willing to do today and, and turn over everything else that you just don't have time to do or don't know how to do. You turn all of that over to the universe. So the universe's side should be really long. And your side Actually, is it's, what you it's can do. Actually, it's opposite. The yeah, things that I do have, I have a lot of things. But that's what I'm the saying. The things in the universe are <laughs> one thing. It's really... Yeah. One specific thing that okay. I'm focusing on. Okay. Well, so it's turn kind over of like, as many as you can to the universe because the whole idea is the universe has a lot more resources than you are aware of at the moment. So, Burge, this is Sandra. Are you supposed to make the list every day? You don't have to. No, you don't have to. If you've got something that's really weighing heavy on you and you're just in the middle of chaos or trauma or you just don't know what to do, that's the time to do universe to-do list. Got it. Thank you. You're welcome. Hey, Sandra. Okay, everybody. <laughs> did that did that help answer questions? Yeah, I wrote yeah. them down. Thank you. Okay. Awesome. All right. Well, I will see all of you very soon. Stay safe. And until we meet again. Take <laughs> care. God bless you. Thank you, honey. Bye. Talk to you soon.